0: In the words of the legendary Lou Gellerman, hello, Dog fans, and welcome to the Sound the Fire and Podcast, because everything matters, including having an actual functioning fucking offense. So, in other words, fuck the fuck off, John Donovan. Fuck uh, you, John Donovan. I'm your host, Hooligan7. I'm joined this evening by JCap cap and UW. How are you both doing this evening?
1: Well, I think UW killed me. i am got a head cold right now. Um, nursing a really bad sore throat, which I can place the blame squarely on the university of Washington. Cause I think they killed me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing about as well as I can after losing to Montana and then Michigan. And yeah, it's
1: 19 it's, possessions in a row with an scoring. Is that, is that a record in the NCAA hooligan?
2: No. Uh, okay. I don't know about the NCAA. It, they said something about it on the broadcast that it was the longest in the Pac-12 or something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, what Yay. 19 drives without scoring.
2: Yeah. That's, awesome. uh, mm. that's worth $850,000, right?
1: For who? Jen or John? John Dunn. They both get paid that.
0: So, they both, Fair both enough. deserve it.
2: They both I mean, yeah, they both deserve to not get paid it anymore. <laughs> at least not from the University of Washington.
0: Yeah, like it, I think, you know, I I think it's the topic of the evening. It's, you know, the offensive coordinator, it's a clusterfuck in. Jacob, you and I were talking a lot about it during the pre-show. And to me, it's really the the question. It comes down to one key question is, was the, the comments from Jen, from Jimmy about, hey, you know, blank check, hire who you want, spend what you need. Was that crap? And if so or, you know, was that cap in which case it's crap because like, how can you justify ham essentially not doing everything you can to keep your cash cow program running at an optimal level when it funds everything else. And if it wasn't, and that was the, you know, so if that was, you know, if that was cap and that's not actually what the case and, and you're hamstringing a first time head coach, number one, that's a critically bad decision to go back to last week's pod. That's a fire Jen Cohen offense. <laughs> um, and if it, but if it if it is true, and given that John Don or Jimmy made the decision to hire John Don anyway, and didn't really do his due diligence and look at other candidates, and seemingly isn't willing to make to pull the trigger and say you know what this isn't working let's move on. Jimmy's at his Sark moment of firing Nick Holt like you either fix it or. We're going to be shopping for a new offensive coordinator next fall in addition to a new or, you know, this spring in addition to a new head coach.
1: And I mean, keeping in mind what USC just did today where they fired Clay Hilton after the crime of losing to Stanford at home by 14. I mean, granted, they were supposed to win by 17. But in terms of crimes committed, that is a much lower bar like that. I mean, we uh, granted Clay Hilton probably should have been fired two years ago. But in but terms of
0: USC for, you know, sustaining exactly. The, exactly. <laughs> the circus that you have, RIP
1: lifetime so. contract for Clay Hilton, RIP.
2: No but, more of those jokes. I'm sad.
1: I know. Think of, think of us. Think of what think you're of doing faith, to us. Think
0: of the family. Think of the football. I know. Uh, think of but the but Call but of Duty.
1: But <laughs> what it does is just like, you know, this is a program that even though like it's still USC, they're probably still not going to ha- handle the hiring process as well as they could because they are USC. It's a reminder to us of just like, now we're probably competing with SC with both the OC and potentially a head coach. And now we're going to be behind that search because at the very least, Jimmy refuses to do what all of us seem to think that needs to happen.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen zero, significant people talking about retaining John Dunn. I mean when you have even even the most like the people that make the most excuses for the program out there talking about Duke how Man. this is Yeah, exactly. Dugman, Chris Fetters in particular, Kim. Kim making no excuses for this. When they're talking about how terrible this is It's next level terrible,
0: and we have to. What like, I think there's 131 D1 teams, and we're 128.
2: Well, Navy is below us, but that's it.
0: A service academy that you know isn't just this this shy of the the magical blue ship ratio to be national championship competitive.
2: Then they fired their OC and then reinstated him the next day as quarterbacks coach
0: this is next we're year. a
2: little bit better than that this, this is the slightest bit better than that
0: i mean this is an inept like you have to tr- actively try yeah to be this awful
2: mm-hmm.
0: like that's the level of ineptitude we're dealing with um i mean i just like everything and like it's such a bad decision on jimmy's part because, I mean, it to me seems like it, you know, it sounds like we were really close potentially on Kellen Moore. And I think it's like, I don't know how it took three weeks and we still ended up with a panic hire. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what it clearly looks like. And how, yeah in his due diligence. It's it's all on the tape from his time as the, the offensive coordinator at Penn State. It's all there. Somebody, on, you know, in UW Twitter tweeted it out. Um, we've called him out for stupid stuff on the pod before but a clip from a a game of Ohio State-Penn State where deep into the third quarter, Ohio State had 171 rushing yards. Penn State, with a John Donovan offense, had one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I mean, we don't... I don't think we should necessarily trust that Jimmy would make the right decision if he's given a second chance to make that decision. I talked about it in one of the group chats that we gave him as much time as he was given last time. And he went out and found a twice fired assistant position coach from the worst franchise in the NFL. And that's what we were all expected to get behind. And somebody, I don't know who it was, but someone went back into my tweets and found my quote tweet or the program when uh, John Don was, Hired or announced, and I I said then. I hope John Don finds success here. But what the fuck? <laughs> and it, now the first part of the tweet is it shouts to uh, is wrong, know. but
0: yeah, I'm going to say it now. You know, shouts to everybody that calls parts of UW Twitter toxic
2: when you yeah, raise right? concerns
0: about things like that. How's that look now? And and again, and I will I will reiterate what I said on Twitter this week for all any and all of us that have been through. Hedges and Turner and Tyrone Willingham and Gilby and Seven Win Steve and other programs that we care about that have been train wrecked multiple times over the course of the last two decades. How dare you criticize our ability? Our, our you know that we're not a true fan and that we're not true Huskies. Go ahead, Leah. I
1: was just gonna say, I find it really insulting when, it, like, on the one hand, the University of Washington. As team members reaches out to us and ask for money because they say to us, "Without your money, we can't be successful, and we need we so desperately need you as fans to show up, to spend money, to be vociferous supporters of the University of Washington." And then when things go the way they're going right now, and we as fans say, "Hey, we know what good looks like. This ain't it," they tell us, "You're not a coach. Shut up." That is incredibly insulting. I find that deeply offensive. Like, we're not well, saying, we're not attacking him as a person. We're saying he doesn't deserve to have a job at the University of Washington. Not everyone deserves to have that job. Most people don't. A very slightly you do. He is not that person. Right. Let's go out and find that person. That's what yeah. we're saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And exact, that's exactly the point. And, and the other point that I would, would make is to to a certain extent, like talking about, well, oh, you don't have loyalty to a coach or you don't have loyalty to a leader of the department. I'm like, Guess what? Fans are have we 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 were here before. We're gonna be here after. The loyalty goes to the university and to the program and to every each and every kid that comes through the program and wanting them to have the best experience because. And we talked about it, Leah. I think a lot on when mm-hmm. we were talking about the women's basketball coaching search. Mm-hmm. It's not all about winning, but winning's a hell of a lot of fun, like. And at a place like the University of Washington that has the resources we have, there is no excuse.
1: Yeah, at UW there is simply no excuse with the fan support, the financial backing that we have, the city of Seattle, the university that we recruit to, there is no excuse to ever lose to Montana. And there is absolutely zero excuse to have 19 straight possessions with zero points we can do better than that to suggest otherwise get out yeah i'm done
0: go be go be a, a diehard hard coog right it, <laughs> it, like or I'm, be a I'm mariner kidding, fan like...
1: if all you really want to do is sit and like have some nice food and watch
0: some sports hey, and you don't and care about winning i know like, i know
1: hey.
2: mariners are winning though
1: against the socks yeah okay okay, okay. shout out
0: roman <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, I'm I'm just saying the Mariners are, are winning, but winning it, games. But like,
0: hey, I, I, but yeah. you know, and it's I'm not gonna overly hurt it. Like, I think there's, and I will I will say that there is a key difference between our buddyhood Hood Huskies' relentless positivity, one hundred. But I have never seen him say to any of us that, or to anybody that's been critical of, like, hey, you're not a good fan. It, but it, there are there's some yeah. Pollyanna sunshine and and flowers that just like, you have to just support the program just support the program. Everything's great. Everything's great. And it's like, no, we don't have to do that. That's what Dogman's for.
1: <laughs> and I, I would even go so far as to say like after Montana, I even retweeted hood and shout out hood. Cause he's not here tonight. Mm. I even retweeted hood. And I said, like if, if hood is saying after one game, John Don needs to be fired hood, like the beacon exactly. of positivity, then you need to listen
0: exactly. because he
1: never says anything bad about anyone.
0: Bingo. And I will also okay. say shouts to you, Leah for the, the be a goldfish. That was a great call out last week. Oh, good, good. I think Didn't we're work, struggling but... to, to to do that twice in a row now.
1: <laughs> My big plan was to like have a picture, a video of like everyone who I was with on Saturday night. Um, do goldfish with me, but wasn't to be.
0: Yeah, the uh, the other point that I was gonna make is even with if there were budgetary constraints, JCap, you and I were talking about this. We're paying John Donovan $850,000. Another name that got mentioned during the search as a very attractive candidate. I you Memphis Who put up, they put up, I mean, granted it was against a, a group of five opponent, 55 points this weekend. I happened to look up before we started potting tonight what Kevin Johns is making at the University of Memphis. $400,000. So less than half of what we also
1: were weren't we on. in the originally in the ballpark to get Moorhead.
0: Well we were we were in Moorhead was a rumored name. We were very close evidently on Kellen Moore. Um just missed there but yeah. Speaking of Moorhead, yeah. The offense looked pretty good he's doing this weekend. He's doing all
1: right. He's doing all right I guess. And he's again,
0: right it's it's not all of these things don't happen in a vacuum. This is, again, Leah, we've talked about this with women's basketball, about what happened due to Jens and the department's negligence of women's basketball and what mm-hmm. programs rose while we were fast fucking asleep. Oregon just got a win at number three, Ohio State. Like, on they're the, already kicking our ass and recruiting.
1: On the same day, the Huskies could barely muster 10 points against Michigan.
0: A garbage. I mean, essentially a garbage time touchdown. But you know, hey, it look, offense looked a lot better when wonder of wonders we started actually throwing the football.
1: I don't know um, what that means.
0: Well, the other I thought time, we were supposed to
1: run the damn ball.
0: I'm not the X's I mean, and O's guy. I'm not F Mac. I'm not Squints. Um But I, I still, to this day, and it was a, a, something that's a carryover or, or seems to be a carryover from the Peterson offense of stacking receivers tight to the formation, bringing defenders. Into the box, and we're back. So, so yeah, we were just talking a little bit about Kevin Johns, and we're—he was getting paid less than half of what we're paying John Don to fail yeah. on unprecedented level.
2: Yeah, that's really upsetting. I mean, I told you earlier in the pre-show that I had a take that I was saving for um, while we're potting and. I mean, remember 2019 when we were all bitching and moaning and complaining that Bush Hamden should be fired? How I long for those days when we could score 47 against an FCS opponent (laughs) instead of seven. Yeah. We were complaining that Bush Hamden was wasting Jacob Eason, and we have John Don with a combined seventeen points in two games.
0: That's uh... that's a sobering
1: thought.
2: Husky Twitter was on fire to fire Bush Hamden, and now I wish we had Bush Hamden. <laughs>
0: We were also on fire-to-fire Bob Gregory based on the inside linebacker play, but instead we promoted him. Then he
2: got promoted, yeah.
0: Sign of a went well. truly serious about being a championship-level football team. Either that or... They may be serious, but they may be from the top down, and I'm saying top all the way up to the office of the athletic director, truly clueless about how... I think that's
1: extremely likely... I think that there's a lot of people, I think I talked about this a little bit in the last pod, that there's a lot of people inside the athletic department that don't know a lot about football. And that's crucial to managing this athletic department is to know a lot about football and people management in general. And I, don't, I think they're lacking on both of those things. So, um, you know, I'm not surprised. And I also feel like, like you said, Hooligan, um, respectfully and with tact, and fully informed and resourced, I'm planning on um, just putting some information out there that'll just kind of color the situation for what we have. Well, looking back, looking forward, and looking at, like, okay, what let's prevent history from repeating our, itself because Todd Turner essentially decided he was going to get fired. Because he didn't want to fire Tyron Millingham. He wanted to give him a fourth year. Okay. We don't want to repeat that. It took us five, six years to climb out of that hole. Mm-hmm. We are marching into that hole right now. I am not at all confident that Huskies are going to beat Arkansas State. And clearly Jimmy isn't either since he's not sharing his depth chart. So. which
0: um, is Just, just it, amateur hour. Just. Completely petty. It's Boise. I, I said it. It's Boise brand. We have to be out smart, out think. It's just like, no, like if you're, you're
1: Washington, doing... you should be able to be Washington and beat anyone.
0: Bingo. Or at least be in the conversation to beat anyone. Correct. Like, we're not Boise. You... We don't have to out scheme, outwit, out, you know, it's not.
1: It's, it's not survivor. You don't have to outwit, outlast your opponent when you're. Purple and gold, and you play in Pac-12 for the most part. There are games that you're going to have to try harder, but um, Montana and Arkansas State shouldn't be those games ever. <laughs> so, like,
0: yeah, it's just that's not who that. Like, it would be one thing if we were, and I'm not. I'm not saying this to make light of our in-state sibling but they're at the bottom of the conference in revenue. They don't have it. They have year, they've got, they've had periods of really strong or really, you know, kind of unprecedented success. And then they kind of fall back to earth or fall fall back to the bottom of the conference. Mm -hmm. Their history is not our history. Their revenue is like half of ours, a third of ours. Again, we were talking about it earlier. There is no excuse. Like our down years, like eight, like, 2019 should be a down year for the university of Washington program. Not a, Hey, this might be like on the this nose. Point, eight and five. If you, you offered me eight and five right now, I'm going to take it.
1: <laughs> Cause that <laughs> means we're going to a bowl game. It
0: means we're and going to a bowl game. It means the rest of the season is in complete fucking dumpster fire.
1: And the, the reality is anything short of a, of a curb stomp next this coming weekend we should get a new op- um, offensive coordinator or we should have someone who's interim.
0: Yeah, I mean, Junior um, Adams has called plays before. So.
1: And if we can't do that, if J- if Jimmy is going to be um, Todd Turner and not Steve Sarkeesian, then he's signing his own death like certificate.
0: Yeah, he's signing his own pink slip.
1: He is. And it, it doesn't make me happy to say that because I actually think that Jimmy is a good coach, but I think he, and FMAC said it really well on our last pod that he needs a lot of coaching on how to be a head coach. And he needs yep. that from his athletic director, she's failing him, but he knows that he's the head coach. He knows this is his brand and he can't be okay with this.
0: And I will, I will, I will give him credit that he said "If you don't put my name on it. with what's wrong, Yeah. Sure. Great. Sure. But it's not, it's not enough just to take responsibility when you're getting paid for it. It's also your job to implement the fixes to get it moving back the right direction. Like it's like,
1: we yeah. all know whose fault it is. The it doesn't is- do us any good to, to have you own that. Like I appreciate the, the the adult in the room fully respect that at this point, we need to see what your ideas are for moving forward and fixing it.
0: Because you can't waste a year of with this talent. You, can, I mean, it's just well, it's it's a slap in the face to the student athletes to just say, oh, you know, we're going to write this year like at this point to just kind of write it off. Completely. And, no.
1: And the other thing is, like, anytime you have a season like this, opposing fan bases don't forget it. Opposing recruiting coaches don't forget it. And by the way, you know, state, you have
0: five-star all lineman was at. Michigan this weekend to see us lose by twenty one points. He's
1: hopefully. probably a husky lean anyway. Please. Considering hopefully. who his brother is. Hopefully. Hopefully. But I I get it. I fully get it. But no, um it's just well, I, it's just I, one of those I, things that it, really it has a ripple effect having Josh a season like, a like this. Of it. Wonderful. Great.
0: You know, like like our women's basketball program losing a recruit from Garfield. Our football program should never be in jeopardy of losing a recruit from Mariner Beach. But when that you should play never buy happen three touchdowns on the road and score and and are averaging eight and a half points a game. A lot of things that shouldn't, shouldn't. happen suddenly enter in the realm of possibility.
1: That's accurate. And um, you know I think both of us all of us want to be positive about the team that's the, that's the goal is to have this be, you know, a time when we are really excited about what just happened and super fired up about what's going to happen next. Yep. And they've given us no reason to be anything but, like, shoot, what else can happen?
0: Right. How
1: is it going to get worse? Because it keeps getting worse.
0: Yeah, we've gone from unabashed dooging to unabashed dooming in a really, really... and Yeah.
1: And I think even the most positive of fans, again, shout out Hood, like, I take a lot of my cues about realistic, like, reality about where I should kind of temper my expectations for the fandom and everything, from him. So if he says, like, okay, this was an ideal, but, like, we're actually fine. you like, you can calm down. Like, I've seen it. It's fine. We're fine. He, he's the one saying... Bio John Don to me that's all you need to know
0: yeah it really is so <laughs> I think uh, I know we watched we you to do to, to a uh yes we did <laughs> an issue uh both technical and uh, anyway uh but I think that about wraps it up yeah we will be back uh oh. next week hopefully to talk about or something maybe positive maybe. coming out of the Arkansas game. hopefully a W
1: or a new coach yeah. That's all I ask. A winner a of The winner, new offensive maybe coordinator. Both.
0: maybe both. We're, we're here for abundance. Let's do both. Let's get a win, <laughs> but fire John Don anyway because it's not going to work. And it's. No,
1: we're done.
0: We're done. All right. Take care, everybody. Go dogs.
1: Bye. Go dogs.